Well, this is the day that we bring to a close this long journey that we've called Grace Beyond. Psalm 84 says, blessed are those whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. And the reason why it's such a great blessing to go on a journey, even though every journey has twists and turns, mountaintops and valleys, the reason why it's such a great blessing to go on a journey according to Psalm 84 is that you go with God and at the end of the journey you meet God in a new way that you just didn't know him before. And so as we bring this journey to a close, I want to remind us from five scripture passages that we've studied throughout this journey of five things we've learned about this God who has been with us on this journey. The first comes out of the book of Mark. Uh, We studied that a couple of years ago. Mark 12, verses 41 to 44. We're told Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. When you do a big building project, uh, consultants and others encourage you What you want is a lead gift, and preferably you want a lead gift from a wealthy donor who's going to give a big chunk of money, and what this is supposed to do is it's supposed to encourage the congregation when you get up to announce it, hey look, we've got this incredible mountain we've got to climb, but we already have a big gift to kind of get us started to prime the pump. Well, God was very clear with our church that he did not want us to go about raising money that way. We were simply supposed to pray and trust him. And our encouragement to all of you was simply say pray and give out of gratitude and faith whatever the Lord lays on your heart to give. Well, way back before we even started taking pledges, before a single cent had been raised, We were in the phase of going around and just kind of communicating, here's what we're thinking about doing. This is what the Lord has led us to do. And Denny Bergaker, who is the chair of our building committee, volunteered to go to the middle school ministry and tell them a little bit about uh, the program, about Grace Beyond. We were not raising money. We were not taking pledges. We were just simply in the information phase. So Denny went to the middle school ministry, and afterward he shared with me what happened. He said he got done and it was great. Middle schoolers had lots of interesting questions about the building and about what we were doing. But the most powerful thing was that after the presentation, after he got done, a girl came up to him. And she said, I want to give to Grace Beyond. And I'm sure Denny thought in his mind, well, we're not taking money yet, but she wanted to give. And so he said, of course. And so she gave him two quarters, 50 cents. He came back and he told me this story, and as we prayed about it, we realized, because the Lord said, 
I just gave you your lead gift. It was a gift given in gratitude. (laughs) And childlike faith. And as a lead gift, it's led all of us, whether you knew it or not, all of us have given out of gratitude and childlike faith. And from the beginning to the end, this was never a project about riches. It was a project about gratitude. And God has been faithful. I am reminded again this morning, from those two quarters came $29 million. This is the God who takes bread and uh, fishes and multiplies them. And he has taken what the world would have laughed at. But what Jesus said, that's a gift given in gratitude and childlike faith. And God has impressed upon our hearts to give in the same way. And I'm stunned at what he's done. Never did I think we were ever going to stand up here and did what we did a month or two ago and tell you, please stop giving. We have enough money. But this is the God that we serve. The God who, when he was on earth, said, pay close attention to the gift given in childlike faith and in gratitude and watch what I can do with it. The second passage comes from Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah 30 begins this way. Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord. To those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin, who go down to Egypt without consulting me, who look for help to Pharaoh's protection, to Egypt's shade for refuge. At this point, I owe this congregation an apology. This passage is quite clear, and the Lord was quite clear that we were supposed to do this project not looking to the wisdom of the world, but taking every decision before God and prayer and waiting for his spirit to lead us. For the most part, we did that. We prayed earnestly, we fasted, we went on prayer walks, we spent time with the Lord, we listened, we searched the scriptures, we listened for God's voice in choosing who our architect was supposed to be, who our interior designer was supposed to be, who the project manager was supposed to be, the construction manager. We listened to God's voice about all sorts of decisions, about plans, where to go, what to do, many of the things. But that was not the assignment. The assignment was all things. And I had to confess to the Lord, and I have to confess to you, that there were some decisions that we just simply made. We made them because they seemed like the right decision to make, but we didn't do what we promised God we would do. I've confessed that to him. And I'm encouraged by the fact that Isaiah 30 doesn't end at verse 2. But it goes on to verses 18 to 21 where God says, Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore he will rise up and show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, 
you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see them. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And what we've discovered about this God and been reminded of, even the decisions that we made where we didn't sit down and ask the Lord and we're trying to fix those, God has chosen to be gracious and kind. And that when we cried out out of our overconfidence, oh yeah, we know what we're doing, God was merciful and kind to forgive and to send his spirit to guide and direct. I'm grateful that we serve a gracious God. And when I look around and I see things and think, I told them we were gonna pray about that one and we didn't. I am reminded that this building is not ultimately our home, that God is building a home for us in heaven. And that every decision in that home will be made in his perfect wisdom and his infinite grace and his almighty love. For this building, many of the decisions were made in his wisdom, and I'm grateful for those. The rest of them were made in light of his grace, and I'm really grateful for that. The third passage comes from Romans chapter 15. Paul says, may the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In April 2015, we took our first round of pledges for this building. I say first round. At that time, I expected it to be our only round of pledges. I thought we have done this the way the Lord told us to do it. We've prayed earnestly. We have not followed human wisdom. We've done everything he told us to do when it came to raising money. We were not seduced by the ways of the world. We prayed, we fasted, we listened, we waited. We did what God asked us to do. I was sure that on the first round of pledges, God was going to provide not only the 29 million, but more than we were even asking for. If you were here in April 2015, you will know that's not what happened. And I got up that next Sunday and I told you uh, that I spent time wrestling with the Lord. Our elders did as well. I want to say this about God. He's so great. He never gets angry at you when you get angry at him. He gets angry for other things, but never that. And I was angry. I was angry. Lord, you betrayed us. Lord, you abandoned us. Lord, we did what you said. Where was the miracle? When is the Red Sea going to part? When does Jesus come out of the grave? Where is that miracle? You let us down. And in his kindness and his mercy, he simply said, trust me. I've got a better plan than you do. I'm here four and a half years later to say he has a much, much better plan than I did. I just wanted the money to get done with the project so we could check off that we did our assignment. What God wanted and what I really wanted deep in my heart was an obedient church. 
And God said, I can't get there unless we go through a couple of valleys along the way. But this passage reminds us that it was a long journey until all that money came in. But along the way, into what I thought was a hopeless situation, $13 million were pledged out of $29 million, not even half. It felt hopeless. But the God of hope filled us with joy and peace because we chose to simply trust him. I had no idea where it was going to come from. And for the last four and a half years, although it's been hard, there's been joy and there's been peace because God promised he would provide them. And here we are today. We can't actually say we're overflowing with hope anymore because hope has become sight. (laughs) And God has done far more than he promised he would do. He's provided all the money and more and made us an obedient church along the way. The fourth passage comes from Esther chapter 4. Mordecai says to Esther, if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, go gather all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When it is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. I watched God time and time again raise up just the right person at just the right time for the things that needed to be done to cause this project to come to fulfillment. I saw God raise up for us someone to lead our steering committee, someone to help us with the transition to Calvin. I saw God raise up people to drive golf carts. I saw God raise up people who were part of teardown teams and setup teams and any kind of volunteer team you could possibly imagine. And like Esther, most of us felt completely inexperienced, totally petrified, and in way over our head. I even acknowledge that like Mordecai said to Esther, there are some who simply didn't do the assignment God gave them to do. But Mordecai says, even if that's the case, God is not hindered. He'll just raise somebody else up. And here at the end of this project, I say, God did what he said he would do, which he provided just the right people at just the right times. You, the leadership here, to do what he wanted done. And just like in the book of Esther, he was always behind the scenes, strengthening, empowering, being gracious, correcting, and guiding. The fifth and final passage is from Hebrews chapter 10. This along with Psalm 84 were the passages of our journey. This was the passage the Lord gave us on that sort of super important night when the elders gathered together for a five-hour prayer meeting and fasting session whereby we were asking the Lord, Lord, do you want us to do this project or not? One of the texts the Lord gave us that night to guide us on the journey was Hebrews 10. And at the end of that passage, it says, do not throw away your confidence 
it will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay, and my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But listen to this verse. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Can I admit to you that at the beginning of this journey, I was plagued by doubts. How in the world could this ever happen? How in the world would we ever do this? Where would the money come from? How would we leave our building for eight months? How could we ever get 4,000 people to get on the same page with what Lord wanted us to do? But even in the midst of those doubts, maybe you have them too. When we're faithless, God remains faithful. And what's so powerful about that last verse, we do not belong to those who shrink back. Why? Because God chose to be gracious and to give us faith. We didn't make it through this project because we have incredible faith. We didn't make it through this project because we continue to spur one another on. We made it through this project because God said, I choose for you to be among those who do not shrink back, but who have faith and are safe. And even the faith was a gift, a gift. from God. So all that remains for us to do is one final time in a corporate setting to say thank you. Thank you to God for the money. Thank you to God for the grace. Thank you God to, for, the God to the jo- for the joy and the peace, for the people he raised up, and even the faith to keep going. And so what we're going to do, you may not know this, but for a couple of years, the elders on the 28th and 29th of every month set those days aside to pray and fast. And we prayed through 1 Chronicles 28 on the 28th and 1 Chronicles 29 on the 29th. And so what we'd like to do is what comes at the end of 1 Chronicles 29. And we're going to offer the prayer that is written there. And I'd like to invite you to join me in doing what they're doing in this passage. And that is, if you are physically able, to kneel before the Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our Father Israel. From everlasting to everlasting, yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor. For everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. 
In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you, Lord, and we have given you only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight, as were all our ancestors. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen with joy how willingly your people who are here have given to you. Lord, the God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep these desires and thoughts in the hearts of your people forever and keep their hearts loyal to you. Amen. Then David said to the whole assembly, Praise the Lord your God. So let's stand together and praise his name. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast from Calvary Church. We hope this message has brought the light and hope of God's presence into your life, refreshing your soul for the journey the Lord has you on. If you have a spiritual need or would like to connect further with the work God is doing through Calvary Church, seek us out online at calvarygr.org. On our website, you can also find an archive of previous messages from this series. Thanks for listening.